Hey, welcome back. Another day, another vlog. Shift change edition. Um, yeah, it's time to have a, a little bit of a sleep, I think. I've, I think I've entered this one. But, uh, it's been a big day, busy day. A lot happening um, in my life, probably more importantly. Um, massive big news today. Jack's third birthday, my young son. Uh, pretty awesome day, little champo. I got to see him this morning. Bit of FaceTime. I don't, won't see him until another week, just over a week before I get to see him and spend his birthday with him. Um, a bit of a belated one, but uh, yeah, he had a ball. Um, all his family rang him. So yeah, it's uh, pretty cool as a, I guess, guess a new dad, three years old. He's only three. Um, it's pretty special to me. See, anytime you see a kid with a smile on their face, it's pretty amazing, as any parent would imagine. Uh, I would would uh, attest to so yeah pretty awesome he had a great day and had a ball went with his brother up to the park and had a play so that was pretty darn cool so a good day for him and a good day for me so sort of those sort of uh, each year I guess he gets a little bit bigger and and then just enjoying it I think at the moment uh, before he gets too big to want to hang around with dad <laughs> I guess I'm sure all, all dad's feel that way about their kids uh once they when they when they're small they're fantastic and it's just they just want to be with you and then uh you slowly grow up and they got to do their own thing and um yeah then that that all ends <laughs> but uh yeah so that was a good good day and have a on a sad note a great mate from work uh bully he is leaving us here we've been uh well i think he come just before me when i started here 11 and a half odd years ago on the mine site and we've worked together for probably 10 of those years um so yeah sad news he's moving to a different uh, site to and, and a better roster so he can spend time with his kids we're, we're both getting to that age where kids are now part of mostly a big part of our life and uh, our days of uh, more worried about work <laughs> than uh our family has long gone. So uh, it's going to be sad to see him go. He's a hell of a bloody legend of a bloke. Uh, couldn't ask for a nicer mate on site. He's always sort of one of those guys that when I first sort of met him, he just straight up front, if you if you didn't know him, you'd probably be scared shitless of him, but he's just a just a hell of a hell of a bloody nice bloke. So going to be sad to see him go. So that's bad. So we've got some drinks on tonight for him up at the, the mess. Which is good. It's good to celebrate and uh, celebrate good times with your mates and and friends, even and with work colleagues that you've been spend so much time. Like we've been here eleven and a half years. It's well, it's a quarter of my life, and uh, probably a little bit more than that for him. So very, very big part of our lives, I guess. So we've known each other for long. So very, very cool. So bully, uh, if you do get to watch this, you may not. I don't think he's a much of a YouTuber. But mate, yeah, good luck with you uh, and the family and everything up in Port Hedland. So they uh, they're gaining something. We're losing a lot. So yeah, good luck. They uh, are very lucky people up there to get your skill set. So cool. Radio on to the news. It's a bit of a quick one. Um, not a real lot happened today. Uh, only had a quick chance. It was said it was flat flat biscuit all day today. Had heaps of. Uh, Heaps of holes to fill, I guess, is the best way to say it, without being <laughs> the kindest possible way. But uh, we got there, days over. Uh, you have good days, you have bad days. Today was a shit day. <laughs> I'm just happy it ended, and I get to go and have a beer with a mate. So that's what it's all about. That's life. Uh, 
that's the most important part, uh, family and friends. As we all know, and if you haven't sort of discovered that yet, I'm sure you will. Sometimes it just takes longer. It took me a longer time. I didn't think it really was that when I was uh, mid-20s, I guess. You sort of think it's all about um, other things in life, but uh, actually you'll eventually wind up back, I think. Most people want it back in the right spot and family and friends. Definitely friends and family. That's the ones that always stick by you and always with you. And that's the important one. So very, very cool. So um, there was probably phone-wise, there was another phone release. I'm not going to go too much into the specs about the phone. The big part about this phone is we've all heard, we all know about the notch and how, for whatever reason, certain users don't like the notch. I've... Got the iPhone 10. I think that was the first year it came out um, with the notch for the face thing. And it was brilliant because no more poxy thumb uh, security. Uh, I hate that. Being a mechanic, you've normally covered in grease and crap and gloves on anyway. So you got to pull gloves off. If you We don't really have winter that much. But if you are going to winter, you got to pull your gloves off to get to that, to use it. So it's a pain in the ass, the thumb side. As far as I'm concerned, the face was a lot better. Obviously, during COVID, it's a bit of a pain in the butt. And the my iPhone 10's not the best. You've really got to pick it up to look at it. So a little bit of a pain in the ass. But screen-wise and what you lose, like some people just lose their mind that they're losing two to three mils of the side of the screen. I don't know how many times you look at the side of your screen. I know that's normally where the stupid notifications come up. And that's normally how you got to get out of everything. And that's where the notifications come up. So you end up jumping into some other screen without ever wanting to go there. That's my biggest gripe, Apple. Could you fix it? Could you put the notifications coming up from the bottom? Be a lot easier because all the apps close and or have all the stuff up the top. So it's a bit of a pain. But notch-wise, it's obvious that they're trying to get rid of it. Everyone's trying to get rid of it. Well, ZTE, we announced, I think a couple of weeks ago, that they had worked out how to do the underscreen camera. And well, they've released their phone. Now it's the Axon 25G from ZTE. Now it's uh, no, no way, no means, no how an iPhone 12 or a, a Samsung Galaxy S20 or anything like that. Um, but it is the world's first phone with a underscreen camera. And it's uh, pretty good technology. And the boys at Unbox Therapy had it and you, if you get it on the on the right angle, yeah, you can sort of see a little difference in the in the glass, the little little tiny square up in the top in the middle. A uh, couple of different angles he tried to show, so you could where you could see it. And you, look, if you look hard enough, you can. But general use, I don't think you're actually going to notice at all. So they've done really well. How it'll affect your photos, I don't think that really matters anyway, because generally that's his selfie side. And you'd be lucky, I think there's only a few cameras that actually have a decent front-facing camera. None of them that I know of do 4K. Uh, you'd be lucky if you get HD. We're still running in Apple $6,000 laptops. You still get a crappy HD uh, face cam for in, in your computer. So like, it seems like the companies really don't give a crap about decent image when you're taking a video of yourself, which is probably when you use your camera the most. But for some reason, that's the crappiest camera. So I'm not sure about the quality of the image coming back this way. I said, I think it'll take a little bit of time, but this is the first one. And as we know, with most technology, once that first 
hurdle jumps, that main one of like how do we get it under there to get it to work, then it's all about refinement. And I can imagine ZTE and Apple and Samsung in the next 12 months, I wouldn't wouldn't be surprised by next year, it's all going to be that. They'll either buy out ZTE and just take the technology or they'll get their phone, reverse engineer it, work out how to change it a little bit like we used to do in school. You get your mate's answers then change them a bit so it doesn't look like you're cheating and then you hand them in and no one's none the wiser. I think that's probably more so likely. So the next 12 months, there'll be a lot of those ZTE phones going to Apple and Samsung and the big phone companies and they'll be sitting there going, right, how do they do this? Let's get it, work it out. And by next year, there'll be tons of them. So I think the notch is pretty much dead and dusted. Uh, even the teardrop one, I'd say by next year, that'll be gone. We'll be full screens with nothing. Now it does have a fingerprint sensor in it as well. So it uses both, it uses face and fingerprint. So it was a pretty cool little phone. Again, feature-wise, probably not the best as what you get for the others. Even those other ones we talked about lately, the good budget ones for 250 bucks, American that have got the big battery and <clears throat> most of the other good specs. The cameras on this, uh, not too bad, but yeah, again, look, main thing, I think this, that world's first technology, and I think they'll do pretty well out of it um, in either the patent for the technology or sort of getting some more cameras out and getting some more phones out. They'll sell a fair bit, I think, just for that tech. Now, Facebook and Ray-Ban. Facebook, um, I watched an interview with um, Zuckerberg and MKBH last week, I think it was, and he was really deep into it about Facebook and obviously him, he, he's the founder, uh, into AR and virtual reality and, and going down that VR glass time frame, much like we've heard a lot of rumors about Apple with their Apple glasses. Facebook seems to be really adamant that um, more so not virtual reality, but aug augmented reality and, and by using glasses to, I guess, assist you in your daily tasks, assist you to do stuff so not being invasive and, and take, needing video and stuff, but more so giving you, giving you access to the video on the fly without having to use hands and stuff, I guess, which is sort of good with the new rules in Australia with driving and touching your phone. If you can see what's going on up there, uh, if they can connect to your car, so you get the speedo built in there, not looking down. It does have a lot of safety benefits, I, I can see, and some other things in regards to that but he's really invested in that. Well, he's moved it a step forward because uh, Facebook and Ray-Ban have joined forces. They're currently in the process of building a virtual reality glasses set. Now, the first copy you'll probably see on the thumbnail uh, tonight, uh, it, it's by no means fantastically good-looking set of Ray-Bans, aviators with little wireframes with all the gear. It's obviously not going to be that for a while. But it's that first, again, it's that first step, getting it, getting the technology to the place so they can make it small enough, working out what they need to actually make it work, and then how to shrink it down to make it feasible. So that's that's probably going to be coming out in 2021. They're talking about getting the first lot out. It's going to be a very early adopter, much like Google Glass was in that, but it's actually looking a little bit better than what that was. Google Glass was purely sci-fi, uh, and you're not going to be best friends with people that are looking at you because they'd be worried about you 
taking video of them and they get into the net and all that stuff and being watched and privacy and stuff like that. So that was probably never going to work and that's going to be the tricky part that they have to get around because Facebook has got cameras in there and they're going to be using all that. They're giving it to their staff first to test. So they'll be beta testing through Facebook. Um, and it's going to be interesting revolving the laws. I know there's a few states and there was another state I think last week that mentioned in America where they basically banned facial recognition software to be allowed to use anywhere by police, by government, by anyone at all. Uh, basically, you can you, it's illegal, so you can't do it against your citizens. So, And there's a few other places, much, I guess, like if you've ever been to London, I've lived in London for a while, and they've got CCT cameras everywhere. You can't go anywhere without being watched in the middle of London. So, and that's really never was an issue back then because I sort of, yes, it's uh, you, the crime there is pretty bad. So having those cameras sort of was a little bit of a deterrent to stop people doing the wrong thing or at least if you could catch the people if they did do the wrong thing. Um, nowadays, obviously, with the internet and everything happening, uh, privacy is a big thing. So it's going to be interesting how they go with that once they get to this stage in 2021, whether it's going to have cameras on it, how it's going to adapt it, how they're going to handle the privacy issues that they're definitely going to face, especially with Facebook's track record of being absolutely terrible with people's data. So <laughs> stay tuned for that. More coming. But being with Ray-Ban, they should look good. Uh, it's just a matter of getting that tech right. Now, Sony's come out and apologized. We mentioned last night about PlayStation 5s, how they all sold out basically straight away. It was just an absolute disaster of a launch. Um, and they've come out and apologized about the debacle, saying they should uh, should have done it better. They're definitely sorry for it, and they could have been handled a lot better. And they've ramped up production to get more out to make sure there's some for Christmas. So if you've missed out in the first batch, and I think most of the ones in Australia are pretty much gone, you'll have to check. If you did want one, you need to check it. Uh, obviously, there's going to be scalpers on eBay, if you have to get one, you're probably going to play a fairly decent premium now um, if they do get them. I think Amazon sent out emails to their uh, customers in America saying, even though you've pre-ordered it, you still may not get it on release day. So be aware that there's issues with supply. So yeah, look, just be patient. Um, if you've got a PS4 Pro, there's not going to be a huge amount of games out anyway that's going to really be able to utilize all that power that you're going to get. So Christmas, after Christmas, probably not a bad time to get it. You might get it in the sales. It might be a little bit different. You might be able to get some cheap games for it in the sales. That's probably a better option, much like the iPhone 12 is going to be a disaster because it's going to come out right at Christmas. So everyone's going to be wanting it for Christmas for presents or whatever. So you're probably better off waiting until early 2021. Anyway, you can't go anywhere. <laughs> so it doesn't matter about the phone. But yeah, PlayStation have said that they'll definitely be getting more made. Um, it's a big ask. They're gonna have to, they've only got like two months to ramp up production to get them out. So that will be tricky, but uh, you should still get them pretty soon. Now, if you haven't uh, seen, if you haven't heard of First We Feast, so they do hot ones on YouTube, awesome. Um, Sean Evans does a it's basically an interview show with uh, movie stars famous people and they they got to eat 10 hot wings with 
progressively hotter and hotter hot sauces on it. And it's a really, really good show. It's a great interview format. It's, he's done really well. So that channel's become bigger and bigger and bigger. Uh, they've got other all food vans and all sorts of different things. One of the great shows on there, being a burger lover that I am, and yesterday being National uh, World Cheeseburger Day, which you probably didn't know because they didn't really advertise it here in Australia. Um, the Burger Scholar Sessions are back on the September 28th. So George Matz, he's an American. He's basically gone through and done the history of hamburgers in America, all the different styles, and there are heaps. You think a hamburger's a hamburger? Well, actually, there is a hell of a lot of difference and a, a lot of different varieties. So if you're into your cooking or you're just into an interesting story uh, and looking for something to watch, get over it. It's on the First We Feast channel, uh, September 28th. That'll be in America, so it'll be 29th here in Australia. Get over, check that out. It is a good watch, and he's a really, really good presenter too. So, And he just is, knows everything about hamburgers, from smash burgers to deep frying and pretty much everything. And he cooks them all. He goes, gets the original recipes, cooks them how they are, and very in-depth history into hamburgers, which you would not think would be a thing. But it is, and it's actually pretty good watching. So, and it makes you hungry. <laughs> I will give you a tip: if you're starving when you watch it, you're going to be ten times worse. Make sure you eat before you watch the show; otherwise, you'll snack <laughs> for the whole time. And that's about it. As I said, there wasn't a super amount. I think they, they that we had that monster big rush uh, at the end of the week last week. We've got a couple other things. Canon Vision's coming up this week. They'll be sort of midweek to end of the week. I've got shift change, so back into work tomorrow night. So it'll be. Thursday now for the next show. So I'll see you all again Thursday again. Happy birthday, Jack, my little buddy. Love you heaps. Uh, me and your mum couldn't be proud of you. You're a bloody legend. Thanks for coming into our lives. <laughs> I will see you all on Thursday. Stay safe. Look after your family and I'll see you soon. Wherever you're going that way, that way, I'll catch you on Thursday. Peace.